Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge. Your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Hey, welcome back to the program. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk, broadcasting from the legendary Rack Shack Barbecue Studio in Egan, Minnesota. RackShackToGo.com. Get yourself a hobo. RackShackToGo.com. The famous, world-famous hobo as seen on Man vs. Food. All right, so we got Jeff Johnson in the studio Talking about mediation. So mediation, divorce is a huge part of our industry. I mean, just uh, unfortunately, you know, half the people who get who get uh, married wind up getting divorced. And then uh, I don't know what the stat is on the people who get married a uh, second time, uh, how those things are 63%. 63% go down twice, huh? Yes. Jeez. Yep. How about a third time? And you 72. Know, 72% don't make... <laughs> oh, wow. Repeat offenders. Okay, so... What if somebody's on their second and someone else is on their third? Then is it a combined... There, no, just, that I yeah, don't know. Yeah, that is... Uh, that's a... So what is it? So first time... First time, 50%. It's 50%. Yep. Okay. Second time, if you're second marriage, it's sixty three percent, and the third is seventy two percent. Is it just because people? I thought that the second and third time around, they lasted a little bit. You'd think so. Yeah, you'd yeah. Think you'd learned. Yeah, you think you'd learn from it, but sometimes it becomes easier, and and they they move on. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you think that's because there's no kid? Typically, there's there might not be kids. There might be some of these other things that are like if I'm married to whomever you know right. like there's kids there's this you stay because it's not you know yeah you stay because you have feel like you have to well yeah and to a degree you know yeah. and in that second marriage or third it's like well that that ship sailed already right. so mm-hmm. now it's just a matter of i like you or i don't and if i don't then i'm out you yeah know? and that shouldn't be probably that way yeah because there's really there's there's four times of that first marriage that are really the critical times where i see people get divorced okay the first one is one to three years after they get married because they realize they've made a mistake mm-hmm. and it's quick to get out. Mm-hmm. And they probably figured out they made the mistake very early on. Walking down the aisle sometimes. Yeah. 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 Second one is uh, usually one to three years after the second child has been born because the stress of that second child mm-hmm. kind of pushes them over the edge. Yep. The third one is the kids are about ready to graduate from high school and now they've been focused on the kids and and uh, now they're going to have to interact with each other. And they realize they don't like one another. They don't. <laughs> and the and the fourth one is retirement. So the gray divorce, which is the another the one gray where gray divorce, the gray divorce, mm-hmm. which is they're about ready to retire and they realize that their work has been kept them apart. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to have to spend a lot of time together, and we see a lot of a lot of divorces happening then too. So. <sighs> Interesting, isn't it? It's, well, yeah, and very predictable. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Interesting and go, yeah, it makes sense. So yep. it makes yep. sense to me because it fo- kind of follows along with uh, when when people move, when people buy a piece of real mm. estate. It's always, in most cases, I, I don't want to use absolutes, but in most cases, it's a life-changing event. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, 
you know, you're starting off and you, get, you buy your first house. You have a child, you need more space, you buy a house. You know, you have a second child, you need more space, you buy a different house. You right. move, relocate your job. It's all that kind of stuff. Mm, yeah. And you're saying it's the same thing with divorce. It is. And, and usually with the divorce process, we're dealing with houses all the time. Uh-huh. And so I'm always encouraging people to get lenders involved right away, to get pre-qualified for in the next house that's there. And we always have a house coming on the market because they're either going to, one of them is going to buy out the other one, uh, their mm-hmm. their equity in the home, or they're going to sell the home and split the proceeds. Mm-hmm. So I do probably 200 to 250 divorces a year. And of those, they're involving houses all the time. Who's going to keep it? Are we going to sell it? Um, and it's getting that um, so they can make fully informed decisions on what they want to do. One of the things that we do, that I personally do, I like, working with divorced couples to be honest with you because there's a need there for one thing they're in a they're in a uh, stressful situation I'm pretty good at dealing not pretty good I'm very good at dealing with stressful situations I like open communication which most people appreciate and there's always seems to be one of them is out of the house right feeling kind of like out on a no man's land, mm-hmm. wondering what the heck is going on, and I'm always very uh, mindful of keeping them involved in the process. And even though the one that's in the house typically is left with the burden of having right. to deal with the with the sale, but the other person, whoever it is, he or she, or she and she, or he and he, doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Whoever is out, you know, wants to know that they're not getting screwed, right? And so mm-hmm. you got to keep them in the loop. What do you find is the biggest conflict? Uh, contention point when you're dealing with mediations uh, of your 250 divorces a year so you've got a good handle on this right. is it does that contention point change with each of the different groups that you mentioned before yeah it it does because some of the big um, pieces are different parenting styles um, finances is a big thing um, and with the pandemic it's just increased because people have lost their job. Yeah. Um, other people now are working from home and adding addif- addition, additional stress on top of things. So it has changed um, all across with this pandemic and just as people in the different categories have different stresses in their life. So when you talk to people, you're not a counselor. No. So you're not trying to fix anything. No, not really. Nope. So you're trying to come to a peaceful resolution, uh, a yeah. peace treaty, if you will, of the war. Yes. Yeah, so ba- yeah. Back up. Kind of talk about why you why mediation versus attorney. Good or, question. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. let's start at the top there. Okay. That's a great question. But yeah. go from yeah. I've never until we met our client. I was always like, well. This guy is an attorney. They have yep. an attorney, and it's just going to be like just battlefield. I mean, I think of your situation, yeah. Keith. Right? I mean, yep. Uh, yeah, it's just yeah. It's it, it, so why the old model? Your, the old model is everybody thought if oh I'm going to get a divorce. Do you know a good divorce attorney? Mm-hmm. Um, and people would go into that, and it's more of an adversarial model where you each are going to lawyer up, and the attorneys are going to get as much as they can for one individual at the expense of the other one. Right. It's a positional-based bargaining approach where they're going to take extreme positions and then negotiate to the middle. People are finding out, though, that there's oftentimes no incentive to settle. Um, that process is very, very expensive. 
um, because as you work through that negotiations, everything is billable hours. And I going put my through. attorney's kids through college. Exactly. <laughs> and that's one of the things we talk about. Would you rather put your kids through college or your attorney's kids through college? Mm-hmm. But now in the state of Minnesota, too, is if, if, if it doesn't settle, you are required to do mediation. But oftentimes people won't tell you about the requirement of doing mediation before a judge would hear your case. So people are now looking. So you're supposed to do mediation prior to? Prior to going to court. So You're supposed to or it's just suggested or it's, it's required? It's strongly recommended. By whom? By judges. By judges. Oftentimes they won't hear a case unless you've made a Already good faith attempt in mediation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then are you helping are you helping couples go through the process or are you just the they have a they have lawyered up and now they're coming to you? 95% of my cases are self-represented without attorneys. They have decided that they're not going to do attorneys. They don't want to do that expense, but they need somebody that's really an expert in the divorce process, the Minnesota laws and what's going to be fair and equitable. Who does the paperwork that. then, you? I do the the original the draft, which okay. is called the Memorandum of Agreement. Um, and that Memorandum of Agreement is all of their agreements put into a document. That do, that document then, I, I, uh, I partner with an attorney then okay. that takes that and, and, then, and then files that for them. Okay. Yeah. So okay. they'll go through the signing process, do the final review, and all of that. So... There's that separation. I've you know created the the agreement with the, them. The attorney then is going to file it, and it's a very low attorney fee because the attorney is only doing the logistics right. of review, the draft, and then filing it. All of the discussion has been done already. So why wouldn't people? Why why wouldn't you? You went through a divorce, mm-hmm. right? We, why World War Three. Yeah. Why wouldn't have you just used Jeff? Well, because at that time, remember, it was 25 years ago or mm-hmm. 30 years ago. At that time, it was just like you lawyered up. You okay. know, yeah. You lawyered up. And then part of it, too, is, you know, the other party. Okay. You know, both parties have to agree mm-hmm. to, right. to mediation. And if it's not if it's not the first thing on the menu, mm-hmm. you know, then then you get lawyered up and then your emotions go crazy and, you know, pretty soon you're in, uh, you're in battle. Okay. Yeah. So in your scenario, Jeff, when you're going through that, who's determining um, child support, child, you know, time with the kids? All Is that all you? Because you understand what the law is. So you can say, hey, here's what the law is. Here's the financials. Here's. So yes and no. So okay. stop. Um, yes stop. and no. And we're going to go out to break. Oh, man. No, I know it. It's cliffhanger. <laughs> we're going to come back after break and answer that question. This is your real estate chalk talk. We're broadcasting from the legendary Rack Shack Barbecue Studio, HittnerGroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R Group, all one word, HittnerGroup.com, 612-627-8000. That's 612-627-8000. We'll be back with Jeff right after these messages. Get that Rack Shack. 